Hello and welcome to another hellish episode of Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burrows. And we have just come from the cinema and we have seen Hellboy. Yeah. Just, just Hellboy. No Golden Army, no nothing. Just, just good old Hellboy. We did. It was a movie. It, it was a movie uh, that, that was made, that had a runtime, that was... Uh, a good long. One. It, was, it was two hours, right? It was very long. Two hours um, and some change. Felt it, felt longer. It did. It, it feels as um, long as it sounds. Being uh, totally yeah. honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just a heads up. The, this review will be spoiler free. Right. 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 Well, the spoilers at the end, and we'll let you know. Trust me, mm-hmm. you will know. So we'll give you time to bugger off. Yeah. And uh, but for the most part, all of this is going to be spoiler free. So if you want to hear what we think about the film. Uh, you know, you can check in and not worry about anything being exactly. ruined for you. Yeah. So, except we're going to ruin who directed this for you. So, who, oh, yeah. who directed this? So, the director is Neil Marshall. Yeah. Um, oh, Neil Marshall of the uh, of the of the Marshall directors, right? That's right. Obviously related to Rob Marshall, Penny Marshall. I don't. I don't know that they're actually all related, Kevin. D- Doug Marshall. Yeah, but is that made up? What Doug? Yeah. No, he's, he's he's one of my mates. Yeah. You think Doug, he's related to the director of this film? He could be because he doesn't do a lot of directing. Okay, all right. This yeah. checks out. Yeah, I'm following where you where you where you're going. I think. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Neil Marshall, who's known for directing The Descent, uh, and also a couple of other films, but mainly TV. I feel like we see that a lot with these films, where they kind of pluck TV actors. But he's done some things with Game of yeah. Thrones, Lost in Space. Um. You know, some big name ones that you've seen, Westworld. Uh, some really big things. And actually, seen. from the body of work that you've said, I mean, I would expect to, you know, competence from a director. You know, he's right. done some good, some good work. Yeah. Now, I don't even know that I can blame the director for where this film has gone wrong, yeah. because there's actually, for me, there was actually some decent bits to it. Not, it, it's not a good movie. I'm sorry. I'm right. Sorry to put that out there. Yeah, that's not a spoiler. That's a fact. But. There, you know, it wasn't. Uh, there were some some choices, directorially speaking. I feel that were actually pretty good. All right. Um, okay. Do you agree? I, you know, I do think. Point? You know, I'm not. I'm. I'm going to be honest with you, um, and you as well. Uh, I'm not. I'm not really a Hellboy fan. I, I never mm. really have been. I wasn't even a fan oh, of the well, ones with Ron Perlman. Yeah, full, full disclosure. Neither am I. Yeah. Uh, and not not that I'm not a fan. I'm just not familiar with it. I'm, right. Right, you know, and I could take it or leave it, to be honest with I'm, you. I know it's, it's based on a comic book. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. Right. Um, I and I, I kind of know the origin from the older films, yeah. but... I've, you know, I've any... seen both of the other films, but I, I did, I did well. not see them theatrically. I did. That's, I saw... That's... I think I saw Hell, the original Hellboy theatrically, and then I did not see The Golden Army yeah. uh, not, theatrically. I did not. I, I actually saw Golden Army before I saw the original. Well, that's all. That's how little I care. Well, someone bought it. Oh, got it. And so then I was so like, that's well, a weird way to watch it. Because I'm going to watch the sequel yeah. first. So I guess, so. look, it didn't matter. It didn't. <laughs> it probably doesn't. It really didn't make no difference whatsoever. Um, but yeah, no, I know the character is big in the comic books and he's got, yeah. you know, tons of different stories. Um, and this one, so the writer is Andrew Cosby. And I think this is where our problems lie. Yes. Uh, I feel like good old Andrew walked in the studio and was like, hey, mate. I want to make a Hellboy film. And they were like, that's great. We'll do for one. Which story you want to do? And he was like, I want to do all of them. And they were like, but you, you can't. He's like, no, 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 no. That's what I'm writing. 
and then 13 producers were like, we got this. Yeah. It's his, no. Here's your money. Make all the stories. <laughs> and so they did. Yeah, it's, it feels very convoluted, and I don't know what Andrew was trying to do in well, this writing. I mean, like, the problem is that this is a reboot, right? It's not a continuation of the right. previous films. And so they tried to do what every reboot does. Mm-hmm. They tried to redo the origin story mm-hmm. and then, you know, reintroduce characters, different characters than right. the other franchise. Yeah. And it just, it just did not work. I mean, you've got yeah. all that going on. You've got this whole sort of um, ancient magic thing going on. Mm-hmm. You've got the whole demon angle. You've got knights and Arthurian legends. Yeah, right. It going is on. scattered. Uh, I mean, when I so when I say much. when I say all the stories, I really do it that's what it felt like. It felt like every cutscene was starting a new story yeah. and they were doing a new origin and a new tale and and the, it, they tried to loosely connect them all, but to me, in the end, I was just like, I don't know what yeah. just happened. I, I couldn't tell you what the film was about. And it was weird because it, it's like they... So they tried to do this thing where... We're rebooting, right? So we're going to redo the origins for people who are not familiar with the content, right? right? But then there was all these scenes crammed in that were done in a way that it felt like you should already be familiar with yes. the content. And right. it was like... Yep. You gotta pick one. You yeah. can't you can't, be <laughs> you can't both. do both. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's where it struggled a lot. There yeah. was just so many new characters that were thrown in that had relationships with Hellboy that were established in some somewhere, you know, not in this film. Right. And but they did it in like we're supposed to know, like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, could old Alice. Yeah. Sure. You know, so <laughs> it it definitely did it. It had some very big structural problems. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I feel like this film really does fall on its face when it comes to the writing, and I don't even necessarily want to blame a lot of the actors. Um, you know, so uh, we, we'll talk about casting now. So, uh, you know, David Arbor takes over the role from Ron Perlman, and honestly, mate, hey, look, he does fine. Hey, it's you know, he's under the makeup, and uh, you know, he does the best with what he's given. I, I actually like David Arbor from Stranger Things. Um, and I think he's a very capable actor, and I think he does the best with what he's given. The problem is, what he's given is garbage. So I, mean, I did, I loved, I loved his work in Suicide Squad. I really did. Wait, um, what? What? Yeah, you know, he's at the beginning. He's got, a, he's just like you blink and you miss him. Really? But he was tremendous in right. that, in that, in that eye blink. I blinked. He did great work. I had no idea. And uh, you know, but this, uh, I did. I, he, I found him enjoyable, even though. He was having to deliver lines that felt very forced. Yes, the, yes. The, one of the issues with this film, and it has nothing to do, again, with the actors, right. is that they tried to, they gave it an R rating, right? But it felt like a tacked-on R rating. Yes, right. Like, they made a PG-13 version, and then they were like, no, 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 you gotta, you got to curse it up a bit. And they were like, oh, yeah. all right, here's a couple of FUs. Yeah, they dropped it's... an F-bomb, like, right out of the gate. Yeah. The movie right. opens in a, in a voiceover, and it's just an F-bomb like right yeah. there. And you're like, well, that felt so unnecessary. Yeah. And it feels that way the whole film. None of it ever feels natural. Yeah. Um, so that, the comedy, uh, the comedy is a huge misfire. I've, look, I have been to open mics, and this is, this is that bad. They're, they're bombs, yeah. uh, in my but opinion. I thought, I thought his, uh, his delivery of said material, I felt, felt very natural. Like, right. I liked his character in one sense. Yes. 
<coughs> yeah, but, I agree. But he was also not likable in another. It's yes. very yeah, unusual. Yeah, I know. I, I completely agree. And again, it's it's not a fault of David. So, I, and I think you're probably going to see a lot of critiques of people trying to compare him to Ron Perlman. And you know, and honestly, I don't think it's fair. I, I think Ron Perlman, excuse me, was given a little bit more, you know, to do with what he, you know. I feel like the writing of Hellboy originally was better. It was more linear. It was easier to kind of get into the mold of the character that he was supposed to be whereas david is bouncing back and forth from god knows what you know what i mean every yeah. scene is a different type of hellboy so you know i can't really fault him um and then you've got uh mila jovovich uh who plays you know big bad witch yeah, she plays mila jovovich yeah as big bad witch yeah pretty yeah. much showing a lot of skin by the way yeah not yeah, i've I mean, seen more nothing provocative but i've seen more or it was slightly provocative, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but she uh, clearly is an actual witch because she has not aged the day. Not, not at all. In, I don't think that was CGI unless, either. Unless that was just all digital. No. But she, no. She, looked, she looked amazing. No, I think she is actually sharing the blood of her enemies with Angela Bassett. Yeah. I think they have, they're in tandem there. And she's an actress too that, you know, she... I don't know if it's her or if it's Hollywood, right? But it feels like Hollywood feels like she's got one speed. Yes. Right. Right. And I know that <coughs> she's got more than that. I know she was originally a model who transitioned into acting, mm -hmm. but I feel like she's come a long way. Yeah. And this just did not give her a whole lot. No, she actually it, doesn't have a lot of screen time. She really doesn't. In the screen time she has, isn't that good? It's, I mean, and again, it's not necessarily her fault. She is literally written. Uh, that's why I didn't even give her her name. It's, she's literally written as Big Bad Witch. That's what she is. So everything she delivers is all about the end and the apocalypse. And, you know, she's evil. That's it. That's a character. She's yeah. evil. That's all you need. And and her motivations are a bit weird yeah, as well. Like her initial motivations are very clear. I want to take over the world or whatever <laughs> right, it is. Yeah, yeah. I want to bring about darkness and all this. But then when, when a hellboy is introduced into her life, then her motivations take this completely different direction. And I, I was like, wait... What? It's, and it does not add complexion at all to her character arc in any way, shape, or form. Um, it was it was very much like suddenly she became Jareth from Labyrinth, <laughs> and Hellboy was Jennifer Connelly. Yes, uh, it was just right, a weird yeah, dynamic it, it, going it on. It was very weird, and again with the the convoluted story and the way it bounces around, uh, it feels very jolted, and you're just kind of like. I don't know what she's supposed to be doing, but I guess. Yeah. Um, and then you've got uh, good old Mr. Ian McShane, um, who honestly is he, just he was a delight. He was shining it up. He was shining it up only the way good old Ian can. Yeah. And uh, breath of fresh air, if you ask me. Yeah. You I know. mean, again, he's uh, not given a whole lot to do either. He's not, but he's one of those actors that just, it doesn't matter how crappy and how crummy the, the dialogue is. He just chews it up. Whatever he's got to do, he just does it. I will, he does it best. I will say this: he he has the expos the opening exposition, the opening monologue, mm -hmm. the voiceover. Right? He felt a bit marble mouthed. He did a bit, right? He did a bit. There was I, a couple I agree. of things that he said. I was like, is he drunk? <laughs> he what? might have been making this film. I would understand. Possible. <laughs> um, and Maybe then he just uh, wrapped a long day of filming <laughs> John Wick Three. I don't want to do this. Just send me back to Keanu. <laughs> came over. Yeah, I don't know. Not sure. Uh, a couple of other faces, just real quick. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Sasha Lane uh, plays Alice, um, who, again, sure. 
Is she supposed to be, uh, who was the, the role, the love interest? Was from... it Selma Blair's yeah, character? Yeah, yeah, Is it supposed to be the same or something I similar? I think so. She plays a character who has, uh, who can like, you know, commune with the dead and yeah, apparently yeah. punch spirits in the face. Right. I guess. <laughs> Which the is thing. the coolest part about her and you don't find yeah. that out until very, very late in the yeah. film. Um, I mean, she's all right. It's she's introduced pretty late in the game, as well as uh, we'll, we'll get to him in a moment. But basically, the sporting characters get introduced very late. Yeah, and the way they're just sort of forced in. Yeah, like they they're fine enough in what they do, but they're just they're just so shoehorned in there. Right. And then we get not only their introductions, but then at some point we get backstories for right. them. They all have flashbacks. Like flashback sequences. And yeah. it's just... Yeah. Like, like they're yeah. all supposed to be wildly important, but we don't see them until 45 minutes into the film. It's yeah. very bizarre. Um, and then uh, Stephen Graham voices uh, a pig. Can you talk pig? I don't really know what else to say. That's what, um, I mean, he does, he's fine. He's, he's fine. Again, character development, but he's... You know, what is he, Scottish? It's I don't know something like that. I don't know. I think he's got like a like a Cockney thing going on. Is that what it is? Yeah, so. all right. Very strong Cockney pig. Yeah. I don't know if those exist, but... The old Cockney warthog thing going on. Yeah, was, all right. He was playing, basically he was playing Bebop. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, whatever. Um, with no, then, with no uh, real explanation of things. There's this whole, like, he's got a chip on his shoulder and you, you sort of figure out what it is later, but I still was unclear because... There's this whole like you're gonna you're gonna fix me and make me you know undo what was done to me, and then when she does what she does to improve him, it was like wait so you're just a bigger pig. <laughs> I don't. I was so unclear on there, that. There are so many. I have yeah. many questions. Um, and then lastly, uh, Daniel Day Kim. Oh, Daniel. <laughs> oh, Your Daniel. boy. I like Daniel. I like Daniel as well. I do. I do. But um. He has single-handedly, and coming from the source here, right? take it as you will, he has single-handedly the worst British accent I've ever heard. I agree. I and agree. In it's, fact, it's... there was no accent in some places. It was just Daniel. Yeah, you know, look, I'm all fine for, you know, giving Asian actors more screen time. I'm, I'm fine with that. You absolutely should diversify your cast. Um, but maybe, you know, kind of like you did with Harry Potter, find a British Asian. Yeah. They, they exist. It's not hard. That, that, you know, instead of finding a Korean American bloke and being like, you, can you do a British accent? And he's like, no, maybe, no, I, <laughs> no. Can't. I can't, but I look good shirtless. That is true. Like, That's there all you we go. need. That's all you need. That's Apparently that is it. If yeah. you just look good shirtless, all else be done. And look, it may not have been as problematic as it was, except that he was surrounded by legitimate British yes. actors. Maybe that's probably what made and it so more, even worse. It just stood out even more. Yeah. And it was it was bad. And there was a couple of places where it just seemed like he dropped it all together. Yeah. Especially towards the end. Nobody where cared. Where you're just like, oh, you yeah. just gave up, did you? Yeah. And just no one seemed to bother. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was not good. So, um, so real quick, uh, and then we'll get into spoilers, but um, action. Well, there was there was plenty of action. There, there was plenty of action. Uh, and visual effects as well. This is where I will say the film is strong. Um, in the visual effects department, there is a lot of CG in this film, like a lot of it. And for the most part, it looks pretty good. Some of it is good. Yeah, some of it is like, good. Especially when they mix it with practical effects, I think. I, I would have preferred them to lean a little bit more on them. You know, if you're going to dump all the money in the CGI. Again, we've had this complaint for numerous films where it's just... Just make it real. Yeah. <laughs> just make the fake real. Uh, it works better. Um, but, you know, there, there were some places where I felt, eh, that doesn't look good. 
But there's other places where yeah. it does, where, yeah. where it does look really good. And I think they do most of the, especially the completely digital environments, looked really de- like to the point where you know DC Warner Brothers should probably, you know, give give Lionsgate a call. Yes, right. <laughs> find out yes. what you did. We heard you got a guy. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, definitely. But and then, then there were definitely some scenes that I think were done intentionally that made it look very much like oh this is a this is a classic picture from the comic yeah um and that recreation you know i think they did very well yeah there were now there were some places where it was like some compositing done with like a real face on a digital body Mm -hmm. those moments looked absolutely abysmal no they really did it's it's the whole mark ruffalo in the hulkbuster suit and and also the floating head and I don't even know if it was just that, because it was that, yeah, for right. sure. But also, like, the, the direction they decided to go with this sort of spiritual vomit. Um, yeah. Look, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about later, but yeah. it just, it looked terrible. Yeah, no, it did not look good. You know? It did not look good. And it's odd, because you've seen that type of effect done in multiple horror films. So you know that, you know that it can be done yeah. pretty well, uh, and here they just don't. Yeah, they they wasted all the money on the other stuff. It felt like, yeah, so. and the you know you can you can see the horror background from this director because there are a few sequences that I felt like were legitimately creepy. Yeah, in the way that they were yeah. done, uh, the action on the other hand, there was a lot of it, mm-hmm. but I feel like it was filmed in a way that you couldn't often tell what was going on. Yeah, no, it was it, not even shaky cam, just weird just angles weird, yeah. and just weird kind of a bizarre and, cut yeah. Yeah, yeah it was it was cut very bizarre and yeah. I, I didn't necessarily care for and it. also nothing was you know innovative in right. the uh the choreography or anything like right. that it was just very run of the mill yeah in that department yeah. so all right yeah shall we rate it I, I think i think we should all right probably um look i'm going to give this i'm gonna rate it pretty low i'm sorry i did not enjoy this film uh and i found myself Honestly, nodding off a bit. Um, maybe I'm just tired, but it did not pique my interest or hold my interest. So I'm going to give this a 1.5 out of 5 terrible, terrible head pun jokes. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I'm going with. Yeah. Well, I'm not going quite that low. Right. Um, it is not a good film. Uh, it was very, very boring, to yeah. be honest. And, uh, and if it just... I felt like it suffered from the we're trying too hard. Mm-hmm. We want to be our and funny and uh and we want to have a banging soundtrack. Yeah. And right. it, it just it did not succeed in those regards. I do think that there was some legitimate filmmaking that happened here. Um somewhere. That sounds bad. But, <laughs> right. but I I mean it in in a complimentary way. Yeah. I just feel like that the <coughs> the story held everything back quite a bit. Um and then again some of the, the digital effects and everything. So I'm to me, it just felt very average. Okay. So I am going to give this uh, 2.5. Wow. On that whole point higher oh, than no. you. It's, it's very high. Yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, very so, high for this film. Yeah, 2.5 Mexican wrestling vampires out of five. Nice. Solid. Yeah. Solid, solid choice. Yep. So. Um, I think it's time. Is it? I think so. Spoil the dance, 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 everybody, spoil the dance. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Yeah, there's your cue. So it's uh, time for spoilers. Yeah, so bugger off if you don't want to know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, um, there's big, big plot twists ahead. Yeah, so yeah, you know, like for instance, I don't know. I was lying. There's no plot twists at all. No. It's just 
you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about things and and details. Yeah. And such. I'm actually kind of let down. I thought someone was going to be somebody's father this time. Like someone is supposed to be someone's father? I'm going to be honest. I had no idea. I I just can't believe that Daniel Day Kim was actually a woman the whole time. There it is. What? There it is. All right. So, sorry, it was a mixed metaphor. He's actually a pussy, um, not a woman. Actually, so, that's, that's not far off. No, it's pretty spot on, actually. Yeah, it's actually pretty spot on. It turns into a giant kitty cat. Yeah, yes, he does. Um, yeah, so honestly, I don't even know where to start with this film. And honestly, if we keep if we go into this too much, uh, I feel like we're going to be here all night. Um, because well, there's just way too much let's to Let's just, uh, the review took longer than usual. So let's just go, quick, quick overview, right? Right. So the movie opens with this uh, telling of the Arthurian legend of this witch that is played by Mila Jovovich. And she's going to release this plague to wipe out humanity, mm -hmm. I guess. And Arthur and Merlin and one of her witches shows up and they stop her and they, they cut her into a bunch of pieces and they bury those pieces and her blood goes into a tree. Are um, you confused yet? Because I am. Yeah. And this is just the narration. And then they send the body parts off to different corners of the world to be buried and they've all got some sort of incantation so that they can only be uh, opened by a priest mm -hmm. unless you're a pig who can it rip out someone's jaw and tongue and put it in your own mouth and then apparently speak as a priest. I don't know how that makes you a priest. I, I don't know how that makes you a priest either. I, but, I was like, that's whatever. a pretty good talent, mate. You should just do that, I don't know, all the time. Yeah, I was, didn't <laughs> understand. Just, just ripping jaws and taking mouths, you yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. But no, it's a very, you know, one of those, oh, we need this for the plot. Yeah. And then, you know, we cut to modern day and uh, there's, you know, Hellboy doing stuff and then we get these two shadowy figures in a, in a dark place somewhere. And they're plotting and scheming, and one of them's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna help you to get revenge on Hellboy, if, for reasons." And then, uh, and then they they tell that person where the body parts are for the witch. So this giant pig goes and starts collecting the body parts to bring this witch back to life. And then she's like, "I will reward you." And then uh, she sees Hellboy, and she gets all orgasmic about it. Was it? It was weird. She was just it like. Was. My, my. <laughs> oh, then, how red you are. Yeah, and it was... It <laughs> no, was it so... did. It felt like her whole character just turned on a dime, and she was like, oh, yeah, abandon everything. I'm yeah. in love now. And you're like, but what? What, what are you talking about? Yeah, and, and I don't know. Like, I don't feel like it was supposed to be like she was in love. It felt like it, it was supposed to further her plan, but I didn't see how, especially when we get to the end game. Right. And it's like, yeah, Hellboy will become king of the world i guess so we've already said spoilers apparently hellboy is the descendant of arthur oh yeah which i guess so another weird we got to cut away and do a flashback <laughs> right at some point we learned that uh through merlin who's still alive there's so much going on in this film <laughs> but we haven't even scratched the surface no, yet we, no we have not that is how and, convoluted the story is but basically a descendant of arthur Went to hell and had sex yeah, it was, with... Yeah, so apparently one of his daughters... So it's sent down from daughter to daughter, yeah, I guess. Sure. And uh, so one of the daughters uh, developed a relationship with a demon. And then, you know, they went down to hell and hopped on the good foot to do the bad thing. Yep. Uh, and then they have to have the baby in hell. 
And that baby is, in turn, Hellboy. Right. And, and then, then he's summoned. He's summoned to Earth uh, with a giant... And then there's some Nazis. You know, with a giant right hand, um, because apparently he's good at wanking it. Uh, <laughs> but only with one hand. He's yeah. got the strong hand. You know, no stranger danger for that mo- guy. Most people are right, Dominic, so it you makes sense. So? Yeah, right. Checks out. Um, yeah, and then he gets taken in and trained as a good guy and all this. But, so apparently, if he takes Excalibur... He will become king because he's Arthur's descendant. And apparently becoming king makes him a giant crazy demon who summons hell on earth and kills everyone. Yeah, pretty quickly, actually. Yeah. it's He literally grabs the sword, it lights on fire, and all of the demons from hell just start rising up and killing yeah. people in England. But then the moment <laughs> that he was like, nope, not going to do it, mate, uh, they all just reversed back in. Seems yeah. like they just sucked back in and all the... All the crevices that opened up just closed up like nothing happened. Right. But he's still the king. I guess. I, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, but I just, I wasn't clear on what she, so she, it seemed like she had the power already to do what she wanted. Yeah. So why does she need him? Yeah, because she's already bringing about the plague. She's already immortal. She's already brought back together. And they said, the news reports show that this plague would wipe out the world. Yeah. Quickly, like yeah. within a day, and, and she's then, got it done. And then she's giving this speech to these <laughs> demons of hers, these servants who are basically cowards, because every time something happens, they all they run away. Yeah. yeah, she's like, I want you to be my army. And then she gets shot in the face, and they're like, oh, God, run away. Yeah. Everyone run. Yeah. <laughs> like, they forgot she's immortal. Yeah, so I don't know if that's what she was like. Well, this didn't work, so. <laughs> Plan B. Yeah, it was I was so, uh, so confusing. And then when... Uh, when her body parts all get brought back together and she has to go to this tree that absorbed blood to get her blood back and then the witch who betrayed her shows up with a crown and she's like, please spare us. And it's like, why, well, hold on. Why are you still alive? Why, why are you here? Yeah. Why are you alive? So many questions, yeah, right? I, yeah, what you doing? It's why so are you, bizarre. Why are you helping her? Yeah, you know? I had to ask myself, Right, that when she showed up, I was like, wait, is that the bird from the original? What? What? So everybody except King Arthur managed to live through King Arthur. And so, because Merlin's still alive, the witch is still alive. I, I want to bet maybe if they make enough money to make a sequel, all the knights are still alive. Yeah, it, it's, it is so bizarre yeah. and so overly convoluted. And also, I was like, so, uh, so the witch, so Milojovic is like, well, she kills, so there's this witch and there's two others that we've never seen before. Right. And she Don't kills, worry, they die quickly. Yeah, she kills those two outright. And she's like, if you want to live, take Hellboy to the person who will show him his destiny. And then she buggers off. And then this witch tells him where Merlin is. Mm-hmm. He goes to Merlin. And Merlin's like, ah, you're the descendant of Arthur. Uh, here's the sword, take it and you can kill her. And then he touches the sword. Also, at this point, this other witch now has... It's disappeared from the movie altogether. Yeah, and she never comes back. She's just gone. Yeah, gone altogether. Yeah. Uh, he touches the sword. He sees that he will bring about basically hell on earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'll be majestic with giant horns and a fiery mane or yeah. whatever. And Flying then, on a demon dragon. It's a it's yeah. a pretty sweet deal for grabbing a sword. Yeah. And then I'm he, not going to lie. And then he lets go of it and he's like, no, I can't. Yeah. And then Merlin's like, you bastard. <laughs> and, and then he dies. Yeah. And he's not supposed to die because he's cursed. He's cursed to live out his days in the tomb. That was said, that's why he is still alive. 
and then Hellboy doesn't take the the sword, and then he's like, "I'm gonna die now." Yeah, and I, like, I, used, I was so confused. I used the last of me essence to bring the sword here, and I was like, "So wait, wait does the sword exist? Where, where does the sword exist? Right. You know, is it in another plane? Is it in Cleveland?" We don't know. We've no idea. And then we find out it's just in a church somewhere. Yeah, just buried right um, underneath the ground. You know. Yeah. So no, no big deal. Yeah. But then at this point, the witch has gone. She started doing. She's plaguing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a dance step, by the way. Yeah. No. She's she's uh, doing the app plague in real life. Yeah. Is is what she's doing. Yeah. So uh, she she lures uh, Arthur because she kidnaps the the chap uh, who's his father his essentially. Dad. His, yeah. His, right. his, his dad. Yeah. Um. And uh, lures him to this church where apparently the sword is because she wants him to take the sword. Right. Because apparently she knows that the the, the corruption of it, I guess, will be... I don't know why... So I, I think she thinks that if he grabs the sword, she'll be the king. Or, yeah, he'll be the king and then she'll be the queen and then they'll live happily ever after in the murderous yeah, that's hell. What I, just, <laughs> I just didn't understand. I was like, well, yeah. I, I don't get why this sword, this magical sword that was key in taking her down and right. you know if you go with Arthurian legend why it was, it was sort of good why that turns him evil that made no sense whatsoever I don't know um, but yeah then that's that's what I was saying she's like Jareth because she's like just love me adore me and I will be your slave <laughs> oh, she's trying to like coax him into let's that's do exactly this exactly what she was doing the whole time yeah. just trying to that's why she was showing so much skin and that's in, why and that's... in labyrinth fashion he yep. goes you have no power over me yep. Pretty and he much cuts her fucking head off. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like they did in Labyrinth. Exactly like. Wait, what? What? What Labyrinth did you watch? It's a bit fuzzy at this point. It seems like a very different film. I'm not really sure. Um. Yeah. So, and look, it, well, we've probably gone on way too long. That is just the main story. There, there are yeah. other weird <laughs> side plots with like tell, betrayals tell, tell, and. Tell them about the giants. Oh yeah, right. There's giants. Hey, who knew? Um, so apparently there's some secret society called the Osiris Society who hunt giants and they call up his dad and they're like, hey, we need him to come over and help us kill some giants. So they send over Hellboy and Hellboy's like, what do you need me for if you've got all these lovely displays of heads of giants that you've killed? And they're like, well, we can't handle all three. And so he's like, all right, fine, whatever. So they ride out to the bridge where they see, you know, the, the giant steps and they're like, all right, this bridge is a great place for an ambush. And then they backstab Hellboy and they stab him and they almost kill him and they knock him into the water. And then there are actual giants that save him because they kill everyone else. Yeah. I mean, he was in the water at the time, so maybe they didn't see him. Yeah. But again, your plan was to lure Hellboy out so you could murder him because you believe he's going to bring about the end of the world. Right. Which but, is also kind of unclear, but but you you used an excuse of giants. However, there were there were actually three giants yeah. roaming the land. Yeah. And you didn't factor that into your plan like yeah, what right. you were there. You 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 literally do, rode past the carnage. Do you And know? and when they rode past the carnage, they even said, Oh, they'll be back because they never leave food it behind. Was like, but, <laughs> So you know they're coming back. But do you not know how traps work? <laughs> if you yeah. if you're luring someone out, especially someone who's supposed to be as dangerous as Hellboy, right? Right. You don't get actual giants. 
You stage a giant attack. You have someone out there at night stamping big feet yeah. into the ground. Crop circle it up, mate. Yeah, you know. It made no sense. That's why when, when, when the one guy gets killed, and I was like, wait, who killed him? Yeah. I was like, oh, did his dad show up? Yeah. That's what I thought happened. Uh, yeah, I thought it was the dad or the witch. Something. Or anything. Yeah. And then Hellboy wakes up and there's three giants. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's just bad planning, that yeah. is. Yeah, absolutely And, and then crazy. that led to one of the first... Uh, try not to vomit fights. There was so much. It was weird, all over the like, place. The cameras yeah. were like trying to be part of the the giant at times, yeah, and like be it was, with Hellboy. Yeah, at times. It, was it was very weird. I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be watching. Yeah. Um, there, there were moments. See, there was like a moment where one of the giants lost an arm, and I remember just thinking, "Wait, when did that happen?" It was. I don't remember seeing yeah. that at all. Um. Yeah, and look, there's a whole predator backstory in here somewhere, but we we've run out of time. We can't we can't go into all the stories of Hellboy uh, in Hellboy. There are many, you know. Again, we talk about the giant pig. Yeah, that thing never goes anywhere. Right. He's just like, I want uh, you know, restore me, and she makes him a giant, stronger pig. Yeah, she just double bebops him, and then he's... yeah, and then he <laughs> all he wants to do is kill Hellboy, and when he finally gets to the point where he can, she's like, stop, and then he's like, but you said, and then she's like, die. And yeah. like, she does that a lot. I feel like uh, what you know, there's, there was just so there's so much going on that was just unnecessary. Yes, I I agree. You just like, like just shoehorned in way too much stuff going on. Yeah. Um, you've got you know, like you said, all the backstories of all the additional characters mm-hmm. again that are introduced in the, like the second half of the film. Yeah. Yeah, like halfway through the second act of the film is way too long to start introducing characters yeah, cause we're that like, are clearly going to be important. Because we're introduced to Alice and uh, and Daniel. Wasn't his name Daniel in the movie? <laughs> was it? I don't know. Who da- knows? Damio. Just, I don't know. Whatever. The they, leopard. It, sound, it was a D name and it sounded like Daniel, but I think they were saying something similar. Okay. But All right. they, those two characters are introduced like almost at the same time. Yeah. yeah like back to back. Yeah. Because it's like... She shows up and saves him from the giants, I guess. And then they do a bit of poetry and he's like, oh, it's you. And then she's like, oh, come under the table. And then boom, there's Daniel Kim. Yeah, he shows <laughs> and they're up. like, but, but who are you? Yeah, it's just like, and, yeah. and they're supposed to be the team, the, the lovable team. They're not lovable. No, not at all. They're um, barely likable. No, there's a sequence right at the very end after all, all said and done. And then yeah. it's like six months later and now they're a team. Yeah. Th- that few moments that they're together at the end is the most likable they are the whole movie it was, absolutely it was 100%. like if they if this was the team that we got like right. if we just started and they were already a team yeah. i could have been on with it yep you know and yep. Then, i would have been fine even if even if they get introduced as you know hellboy is like look this mission's you know his dad is like look this new mission is going to be too much for you i'm i'm putting together a team and he brings on Alice, who he knows, and no, he brings no, on this no. random person. I'm telling you, just start with them already a team. Just already together. Yeah. All right, fine. I'll that, buy it. That I mean, That way we have that camaraderie that we saw there, not just everyone right. being sort of a wanker yeah. to each other. Yes, they really are. <laughs> you know? even, even Alice and Hellboy, who are supposed to have this very you know strong brother-sister type of connection, um, they, they, they're not good to each other either. It's, yeah. it's very, I don't know. It's, this movie is so bizarre. There's yeah. way too much going and, on. And there's actually, for me, one good sequence was with the, the Boba Yeager creature. Yeah. Which, it's, so this, this witch 
creature demon thing is responsible for telling the pig face to where he could find all the pieces of the witch. Right. Because she wants revenge on Hellboy 2 for taking her eye. And there's this weird sequence where he gets pulled into another another realm, mm-hmm. into her house that walks around, and she made a feast for him, and she wants to make a deal. Yeah, and the she, feast is that of children. Yeah, and she'll... T- and it was one of those things where... Oh, that was also confusing, because... She's like, you banished me here, and he's like, I thought it was quite clever, and then, yeah. and then she's like, here, have this feast, and then he was like, are those, are those children's yeah. hands? And then we look, and there's a closet full of like dead children hanging, and I was yeah. like, wait, I thought you said you banished her here. <laughs> so how's she still doing this? Yeah, how's she still keeping yeah, sh- children? So that whole scene is very creepy. I still have no idea what it has to do no. with the film altogether. It, it was, it, felt, it was such. It a... felt like a totally different film, like yeah. a completely different movie. Because it was basically just for him to know where the 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 witch's pieces were at. Yeah. And it just took way too long for because she was like, "I'll tell you if you give me your eye." And then he's like, "Okay, deal." And then she's like, "All right, there she's there now. Give me your eye." And he's like, "Ha I said I'll give it to you. I didn't say when." And yeah. then they have a, a quick little scuffle. Yeah. And then and then it's out. And, and then that's it was like, it. And it was like, we didn't need that yeah. at all. I mean, it was creepy and very well done yeah. and very well filmed. And but... had it been framed in a way that made sense with the movie, but it just a lot of, it, it just felt like them just throwing yep. in scenes. Just everything. And it, so, all the seasonings, yeah. just whatever fits in the pot. And while individual pieces may have had merit right. as a whole, none. It's an, it, none. It, it's, it's a, a mess. It's an ugly Picasso. Yes. Yes, it is. There's an eye up here and yeah. a mouth over here. It's, yep. No, yeah, it's it's a mess. Um, so uh, yeah, I can't. I, you know, obviously see it for yourself, but if, if you want to, it just like I said it felt very average. To yeah, me. I, 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 it was below average for me. I could not get past that convoluted story. Even just going through it right now in the spoiler section, that exhausted me. Um, yeah. And I, I still have no idea what's going on. No, so, so you know. um, well, this has been Cineblokes. I'm Benjamin Baker. I'm Caelan Burrows. And we will see you after the next film. Thank you.